millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. What's up, you guys? Here we are back for another video. We're going to be going through the front row forward position this week. A lot more players in this one. There is a bunch with dual position as well, and, and it's going to be very interesting over the next two videos. So we've got here for the front rowers, and I actually have one for the second row, which we'll talk through in the next one. But as you can see, there's very limited options in the edge position. I'm only speak, I'm speaking about all the guys available in the mids in the first one, so a bunch of them are dual position and, and might suit better in this edge uh, role. As you can see, not too many great options there. So just um, keep that in mind when we're going through the, the front row forward one. Um, just to, to make sure you know what's what's going on and um, and you know where where maybe you should pop them in the front row or, or the edge and obviously you can just you can just interchange and maybe you have like a Toe Harris and, and a Crichton in, in the separate positions and any switching between them based on injuries and suspensions and whatever else. So anyway, we'll go through our our best options in the front row and very clearly topped by Tohu Harris, which I think is 100% a must-have. Plays in round 17, as you can see by the highlight there. Um, so you have to have him in your side. I think he's super important just to bring in this week and just and just get him for the rest of the year. Uh, doesn't miss any more games, which is awesome. So he's number one, clearly. To me, number two is Crichton. I think he's got the runs on the board. Obviously, we'll be playing Origin in this one. Um, should be okay for round 16. And, and you just miss him, hopefully, just miss him for round 17. The question will be, does he, does he play off the bench? If he plays off the bench in Origin, I'm, you'd expect sort of 30 to 50 minutes, somewhere there and him backing up for the Roosters the next week. So I think he's really important, obviously, hopefully just missing one more week for the rest of the year, apart from suspensions or injuries and stuff like that. So he's clearly the number two option, dual position as well. Um, just get him in your side uh, as soon as possible. I think a lot of people, well, most people would have him at this stage. Isaiah Papali'i will be number three for me and, and averaging the same as Crichton. Uh, across the season, obviously, had a really, really strong start. Um, and has come back with a couple of really strong weeks, the last two especially, which has been great after having you know, the one to two odd um, lighter weeks. But as we've seen with Crichton, he's also had a bunch of those weeks as well. So Papali'i will miss one more game for the rest of the season in round 17 when they have the bye, but he's dual position as well. And I feel like he's someone that everyone needs in their squad. 
as you can see over this front row forward position, they're the only three guys that are averaging over 60 and the only ones that are anywhere close to 60. Our next one's going to be Payne Haas, and we'll go into a little bit more detail in him this time. But, you know, averaging 57 at a 663 price tag is really, 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 really interesting because because he, he started so high and his price went up in the 900s. You've seen a, a big drop from him and a, and a rolling five-game average um, a lot lower than, than what you may expect from him. As you can see here, he's got 41, 51, 34, 48, and 58 in his last five. And that's where you get him at a massive discount, right? With, with Payne, again, should only be missing that one week. The forwards seem to, you know, because they're playing a few less minutes and depending, you know, he, he played a big one in round 13. But, um, but for him, he obviously, you know, came back and played 14 and still played some decent minutes there. So with him, we need to look at his scoring and what's happening at the moment. When he first came back, he had, you know, averaged really strongly. He's got three 70s in there, a, a bunch of 50s and a 60 to then have some lower ones. And we need to look at what's going on here. We look at his tackles and they've gone down a lot. So that's really interesting you know, to see why that would be happening. You know, they're not a team that's been absolutely uh, dominating and, and he's not needing to tackle as much. But also on the other side, his run meters has been down too. So it was good to see you know, the previous game where he got 41 tackles and 176 meters in a game where they got smashed 46-0. Will will this be something to come? Do does he need a bit of a rest in between Origin games? Is that you know maybe he play maybe he didn't run the ball as much or tackle as much in the lead up to Origin? We can't even really we can't even really tell. The good thing is with Haas, he has the runs on the board as we've said with the previous guys, and you know he's going to do a job for you. That fifty seven average, I think he can he can get to that at at a, at, a, at worst he can get that, and he has the opportunity to to go even bigger than that. Obviously, if you're looking at their next five opponents, he'll play Cronulla this week, misses the Tigers one, and then he'll have Penrith, Cowboys, and Newcastle, which are all just fairly normal games for him, um, you know, especially against the Cowboys and Newcastle, uh, Cronulla. That should be a little bit closer games. Um, Penrith might be resting people in that return game. So for me, uh, him there, Payne Haas, he's, only, he's in the top 100. He's owned by 10%. Top 5,000, he's owned by 35%. So not a big pod, but I think someone who, if you don't pick up, you could get left behind. Let me know what you guys think on that um, opinion there, guys. So that's our number fourth option in there. So obviously the three top ones, but remember a lot, one or two of them might be your top guys in the edge with the Fafita or something like that. So that's that there. Um, my fifth best option is going to be Luke Thompson. So our next best average, and he plays around 17. There's really nothing else uh, to go along with that. I think he's going to average in the mid-50s all year. He's a, a nice price at 6.57, so under what the 54 average would be. Uh, and he... Yeah, he's going to be really solid in your squad, and I, I don't see anyone here that's going to be better than him at this stage, other than possibly Lolo, who is your number six pick there. So Lolo with an average of 46 currently is super, super low, but it's super low, low. Wow, that's where my brain went. Um, so Jason there with a really, really low price point of 618 after losing a couple hundred K and being a 64-point scorer last year. So what we need to look at is, is, it, is he a chance of improving back to those scores? He had a Simbin game. He also had a low minute game at 54 minutes and just didn't do too much and, and had a bunch of uh, you know, a bunch of missed tackles and errors there for 39. But to get 51 in his 58 minutes is a good return, which which the biggest part for me was the, the six tackle breaks. And that was that's a very normal game for him, six to eight tackle breaks across you know across the years there. You know, four at, four at a minimum there and then the odd six to seven uh, to eight as you go along there. So with, with Jace, there's every chance he gets back to that. If you are thinking about picking up him especially, I think he can wait another week. So he has, still has a very high break even. 
I think you pick him up for round 17. Uh, yeah, I think that's probably the best time to pick him up would be round 17 as he still has a little bit of cash to lose and it'd be nice to see if he can actually score well again as he's only really had one good game this season. So I think he can get back to that. It'd be nice to see him get back to his offloading and tackle busting best, but who knows if that's how he's going to be, you know, if that's how um, Toddy Payton wants him to play or not. I'm not exactly sure, but I think I'd rather take a risk on him that you know, he can at least average 50 you know, being priced a, a fair bit lower than that, rather than picking up someone like Jackson, who's our next option, where I think Lola has a little bit more upside. Um, but yeah, Jackson is my next one, who is also playing round 17. At a 53 average, you can't really complain with that. He hasn't played a lot of games this season, but the ones he has played, he's only got two games in the mid-40s, and the rest of them are 50-plus and, and you know, really solid average there. So I wouldn't be... I personally am not going to pick him uh, Jackson up. But I think a bunch of people have and a bunch of people will just for his consistency and him playing 17. So I'll be picking Thompson over Jackson, but um, yeah, that slightly increased price, I probably wouldn't have both. Um, but yeah, he's, he's another option that could be decent for your squad. Uh, Mofford Wake up with a, a nice average there. He had a lower game on the weekend, but yeah, the last month or so, he's been incredible. So I think if, if you can get him into a rich vein of form going into the last bunch of rounds of the year, then I think he's really worth bringing into your squad. So I think... Wait and watch for him. Around 18, 19, I think you know, if he scores really well in 18 or 19, then he could be a pickup. Or if one of these guys gets injured, then he could be a good one to pick up in your squad. Uh, Josh Papali'i then at 51.7. He's had a bit of an up and down year. Definitely not his best year ever, but he's someone who's a 55-point scorer on his day. So if we can get him uh, around that price or a little bit lower after Origin, I think he's someone to keep on your watch list. Actually, I forgot to do to power with his little... Uh, his little colour there because he also plays in 17. So 51.2 average for Marty at 648k. For me, he is someone that has had a, a decent run of form the last sort of seven odd weeks uh, after a little bit of a slower start. And, and for me, I think you're not going to get much of a higher average than what he is right now. So uh, again, if you're thinking of someone like that at that similar price, he said he's done really well. And that's why in the last bunch of weeks is why his price is a fair bit higher. You could get someone like Jackson if you want that average, uh, consistent average uh, at 53 there. I think you just pick up Jackson at the at the lighter price than you do uh, to power at 648. So that's my thoughts on him. Um, Murray, so someone who has the opportunity to, or the ability to score a 55, 56 average, has had a few lower games this year. And if, if he can get back to, to really strong big minutes like he, like he played that recent game, and now everyone's like, oh, picking him up, picking him up, then I think he could be a good option in, in round 19 or something like that as well. But... I don't think uh, it's worth picking him up at this stage. Just the most of us have sort of a Crichton-Harris-Pack combo. Uh, and, and then it's, it's selecting the guys like Payne Haas. Um, do you pick a Thompson or a Lolo in the next couple of weeks? That kind of stuff there. And our last one there is, is, is Barnett with 52.9 average. And, and I guess the risk with him is that his average is going to fluctuate or his scores are going to fluctuate depending on where he gets put in the team. If he plays 80 minutes on the edge, he's, he's been a really strong performer. If he gets 50 minutes in the middle, it's just not enough minutes. So yes, he's moved into the middle, more tackles and stuff like that, but he's a more damaging ball runner on the edge, and I think that that's his best position. So if he keeps out for the rest of the year, which I don't think he will, he'll be great. Uh, if not, I don't think he's a great option. So anyway, he's somewhere in there at a nice, uh, yeah, a nice average that I had to definitely include there. Uh, but that's your, that's your front row forwards, guys. Again, let me know what you think uh, based on my order, that one to seven there. As my sort of best options, um, what are the, who are the guys you're targeting? What are you trying to do with your squads in the front row position? Are you trying to pick a bunch of these guys in the second row and you know with a Fafita combo uh, and go from there? How much cover are you going to have in the front row on the edge? Let me know. 
Um, but please hit like and subscribe if you're enjoying. Best way to support me, and we'll catch you in the next one, guys. Have a good day. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 